Welcome to the Boss Mindset Podcast, where we get real and honest about life and business. I'm your host, Jenny Tori, and I'm on a mission to empower ambitious professionals like yourself to unlock your full potential and create a life you love. If you're ready, let's get started. Hey, Mark. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so happy to have you. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Thank you. So I know that you've been on this journey of building your beauty launch pad where you help other beauty business owners to teach their online course. And as a business owner, that takes a level of mindset to continue to market and to grow and evolve in order to help others, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why I have this platform because I really wanted to be able to share this side of the business world because it takes a level of high mindset to evolve and to grow because that's what it takes to stay in the game. Absolutely. So that's why, yeah. So I want you to be able to share your journey and help both of us can you know, share and grow and see how we evolve. Yeah, I was just going to say this journey has been an interesting one because when my wife and I got together, we were engaged and she decided to go to beauty school and because she really wanted to focus on lashes. And so we've been able to kind of grow together. And I was doing some video stuff and she was doing that. And so I've been able to kind of see what she was doing behind the scenes and we were helping each other out. And today's actually our anniversary, by the way. So we're oh my God, how are you? Yeah. How long have you been Nine years. Yeah. So we've been together a long time. And so we've been able to grow together, which has been cool. But when we decided to do her online course back in 2018, it's interesting because I'm like, yeah, just go do this thing, do this webinar. We're going to put this together because she was the face of the brand and I was behind the scenes. And now, you know, fast forward to 2021, when I decided to step out from behind the scenes and do my own thing, so many things popped up that I didn't even realize because it's so much different to put yourself out there, build your brand. There's a lot of things you have to overcome when it comes to mindset and figuring out, you know, what works and what doesn't and what limitations are you holding yourself back with? You know, like there's so many things that go into it and it's such a learning process being in business for yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's really like a path of like personal development, I've found. Yeah, 100%. And I'm like, why is it that I've been in the industry for 14 years and I'm just like now realizing like aha moment. <laughs> it's okay to be successful, even though I... It's just crazy. Like, you just have to allow yourself to evolve and, like, be okay with that. It's so crazy. Right, yeah. Like, I I feel like everyone has, like, their own different thing. It's either they're afraid of what other people are going to think of them and putting themselves out there. Like, they're afraid of judgment or there's, like, that fear of success of, like, okay, what's going to happen if I am successful? Is it going to be too much responsibility? Am I going to lose the money, right? Like, we all have our different things we have to work through. And so it's, it's interesting talking to my students, I'm sure you've seen this too, Jenny, with your students is just different things pop up. And it's interesting what triggers them and what you need to do to help them get through that. Yeah. As being a coach, you realize that you have to help them, but in order to help them, we have to help ourselves, right? Right. Right. Yeah. And so interesting when you said we need to, like, we're afraid of maybe success. But I think also another one is being afraid of like doing what everybody wants. Mm. Like fitting in. Yeah. Like everybody wants of me because I'm afraid like myself. I know everybody needs me, what I need to help them because so many people need help. But what is it that I want? And that's the journey. I'm like, I just started embarking last week. So oh, interesting. Yeah. I'm about to do a podcast on that. Yeah. I was going to say, did you have like some aha moment where you realized? Yeah. I actually like started four or five weeks ago with like hiring a therapist. And like, I knew I always had ADHD since I was a kid. So I always had to fight harder to get what I need, you know, like if I need to get my homework done, I need help or 
So I'm always looking for help. So I knew I was to have that. My just officially just got diagnosed, like I say, last month. Oh wow! But about eight weeks ago, I was talking to a therapist. I was like, you know, what? I need to know what is it I want. Like, what is it I really, really want? Like, I've done so much that is so successful. But what is it that I really want? And that's mm. why I journey to. I started this past trying to figure out what is it that I really want. Because if I can do this, if I can help other businesses make money, that means I can do whatever I want. Yeah. I mean, money. And I think that's like the oh, I was like, what? Like, I don't have to stay here to make money. Like, I can continue this path and make money. But what does that really want to do? Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And I think it's such an interesting thing, too, because on one hand, we're, I think, just naturally, our inclination is just to, like, we want to fit into the mold. And I think this goes back to, like, our ancestors way back. Because, like, if you weren't part of the group and you got kicked out, you died. But mm-hmm. at the same time, like, when we're in this age of social media, when we're trying to build our brands, when we're trying to do these different things, when you stay the same, when you stay like everyone else, the opposite happens. You get lost in the crowd, you get lost in the noise. And so you have to step into, like you're saying, like, okay, what lights me up? What am I excited? What's my unique voice? What's my unique perspective? And then mm-hmm. people are going to latch onto that because it's authentic and it's you and you're not like everyone else because that gets boring. And so I love that you're going through that journey as well, because we all have to kind of do that and figure out, okay, is this what I want? Is it not like I think we had that a little bit of a reset in 2020 when, you know, we had to shut things down and almost force some of us to either to get really drunk or mm-hmm. take a minute to be like, OK, what's working? Do I like this? Do I not like, you know, and so it gave us a, a good reset point. And so sometimes we just have to remind ourselves as we get back into the swing of things and be like, OK, am I just doing this just to do this or does it truly light me up and get me excited? So Good, yeah. good job with the therapy. I think everyone could benefit from that. Yeah, it really does. You need to know your why and like getting help. And I, I actually was looking, that's like how I contacted you too, remember? Yeah. I think it was like two years ago. I was like, you know, I'm looking for help. Sometimes we don't know what we need help in. So sometimes we think, okay, we just need video help. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> why I contacted you a few years ago, remember? I was like, uh-huh. maybe because I need help with my video. Yeah. You remember yeah, that? I, I, yeah, I think... Maybe it was like last year, actually. I want to think. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like searching. I didn't know what I need help with, but I was like searching. And so that's how I came across your, I think you had like. It was like six form. figure. Yeah, six, six figure. figure. Yeah, yeah, six yeah. Figure. And then it was a freebie. And I was like, oh, okay. He helps like business owners to help create the online course. And that's what I was doing too. I had an online course where I would be able to teach makeup artists. And come to find out, I need to teach bridal artists. And come to find out, it's like, okay, I only need, and because I was teaching business inside of it, then I realized that I can market skill set. I can only market business. It was just like all these, so many different levels that took me why I was stuck. And now I've evolved so much in Torium today. I'm just so thankful. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. really hard. Anyway, right. so I talked to you because you were one of the, it was last year when I was really stuck. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. It's interesting when you start down the journey of something new. It's never what you think it's going to be. Like you're saying, you're like, oh, I'm helping brow artists and I'm helping these people. And it like it it evolves as you go along. Mm-hmm. And I tell that to my students all the time, too, because I think we're so like, OK, let's get everything figured out. If I know what everything's going to be, then that means that it's going to be perfect. And then I won't have any, as many struggles and this and that. But like that just never works that way. Like mm-hmm. so often, like we just have to take that messy action. And then figure it out as we go along, because it's never going to be how we anticipated, right? Like my business and my idea of what it was going to be is completely different than when I started two years ago. And mm-hmm. you're going through that process now. And it seems like you're switching gears into your agency, which you saw in need. And I think it's amazing. So it's like appreciating the journey and just letting things happen, I think, is the biggest thing. 
Yes. Yeah. And letting go. That was the hardest part. Yeah, because so I just feel like so many makeup artists need my help, you know, mm. so many. And there are so many who are stuck. But it's like I've come to realize it's not my responsibility. Yeah, right. I like can, you, can, you can only do so much. You can't. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, online course can really help. But I feel like online course without accountability, I realized that's where the gap is. And so that's why we have to be involved in our online course, because if there's no accountability, then they're going to stay stuck. They're going to mm-hmm. be in paralysis. So that's why I was like, I was at too. I was like, I can easily sell this online course without the business part, right? And just make money off of it. But I don't want to be part of the problem. And yeah, that, like you're, you're only like treating kind of the symptoms, but it doesn't really get to the core of what they need. Yeah. Yeah. So it kind of like pulls me like making money or like what I know that eventually they're going to come down to this path, you know? Mm-hmm. I realize I just don't want to be part. It's time to move on. Let's just focus on someone who's already making money and bit help them with marketing and, and the business part and help, helping them scale Yeah, with the branding. So that's where I'm at in my journey. So I wanted to be able to hear your journey about your mindset of like evolving in your business and teaching online courses and how can like other beauty or anybody to teach their courses and package it online. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to catch yeah, up. No, okay. I just want to see like what mindset is is needed to be able to have this business that we're in. Like cause we're, we're both coaches. I think you're evolving to a coach, right? Mm-hmm. New York, yeah. Right. Yeah. You're also helping them. Yeah. It's really interesting because <laughs> like, like you, I started out just with a course. It was just yeah. like, okay, here are all the steps. Here are all the strategy. Go for it. Yeah, but then I was noticing like my students just weren't getting the results. Like I knew the content was good. I knew it like they could get incredible results if they followed yeah. the steps. But like they were coming up short when it actually came to them launching their course and putting it out there. Right. And mm-hmm. so like they're getting in their own way. And so, yeah, naturally I had to step in as a coach. And so it was definitely a process. And like you talk about all the tears and things like that, like the past two years, a year and a half really was such a roller coaster of just like ups and downs. And for one, I realized I've got a lot of resiliency. Like you kind of mm-hmm. have to build up that thick skin and just keep going. You're going to get kicked in the teeth. You're going to feel these pains. You're going to feel frustrated. And you're wondering like, why isn't this working? Like I feel like I'm doing everything right. Like quote unquote, I'm following all the steps that everyone else is doing. Like why am I not having that success? But then you have to just take a step back and not personalize it and just realize, okay, let's just keep moving. Let's just keep going. Because for me, I didn't have a plan B. Like I realized several years ago that I'm a good employee for about three months and then I'm terrible. Like I'm awful in the clouds wanting to do my own thing because I think a lot of your listeners can relate with this is like, I think you're more naturally entrepreneurial. You want to work for mm-hmm. yourself. You want to have your own business and, you know, kind of dictate your success. And I realize that too. And so for me, I didn't have a plan B. So it's just like, mm-hmm. okay, what else am I going to do? <laughs> so like, of course, I'm just going to have to show up the next day and keep showing up and keep showing up. And so I think that's just part of the process is like you build a strong mindset, you build a strong will over time. And yeah, like coaching is just a fundamental aspect of it. Like I've got my own coaches and I know you do too, Jenny, and being able to like lean on them and ask questions, like it makes things so much easier. Like it helps you. I can't even imagine all the hurdles and struggles I'd have to go through if I was just figuring this out on my own. Like I consider myself a pretty smart guy, but not that smart. Like I I know like it was going to be a struggle. And so if you're passionate about this, like if your audience is passionate, like just go for it. Like just understand, yeah, there are going to be hiccups. There are going to be hardships. But if you're really passionate about what you're doing and you have this big dream that you're working towards, 
lean into that why, lean into your purpose and make it happen because it is absolutely crucial. And I think I'm going off on a little bit of a tangent. I'm trying to remember your original question. I forgot, um, I forgot too. <laughs> just like, I'll just talk about whatever I want. But I know it's around mindset and yeah, figuring mindset, things yeah. out. So I'll try and like tie it back in here a little bit. But yeah, I just realized that more than anything, I think having a strong mindset is one of the, probably the best skills. I would call it a skill set. I feel it's like real. it's one of the best skills that you can have because in my mind, I truly believe that on a long enough timeline, your success is inevitable. If you keep taking the steps that you know are going to get you to where you want to go consistently over time, eventually you're going to get there. So it's mm-hmm. just, do you have the willpower? Do you have the strength to keep going? And if you do, you're going to get there. And so just like, keep going. You got this. Like you really have no idea how close you are to, you know, striking gold, so to say. So do you know how important it is to have good, like, did you miss the support? But what about outside of that? Do you believe that is very important to have good people around you that are oh. not negative? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like, so what do you do about it? What do you do yeah. about it if they're negative? Yeah, you know, there's that saying, like, I think it's something along the lines of you are the combination or the culmination of the five people you spend the most time around, like how yeah. much money you make, your output, like your view of the world, things like that. And so, yes, I think that's crucial. And I look back and I'm so thankful that I have my wife because she's so supportive and she's always like, yeah, let's go for it. You know, I'm a little bit more of a risk taker than she is, but she's still Mm -hmm. like, yeah, if you think this is what's going to move the needle forward, let's go for it. And so if you're not in that position where you don't have the most supportive people, like I understand it's hard to, I'm not saying like get rid of your spouse or your boyfriend or your partner (laughs) or whatever like that, but find outlets, find mentors, find people like Jenny, you know, who you can bounce ideas off of and have like a safe space because this entrepreneurial journey can be really lonely, I've found. And if you don't have very lonely. Yeah. If you don't have people to communicate with and and whatever else, like it can be hard. And it's easy to get down on yourself otherwise. And so you need people that are willing to pick you up. So and the internet makes it possible. Like it's easier now than ever to to find people that are working towards similar goals. So so also just be willing to invest in yourself too. Like put some money forward because what you get out of that community, out of that mentorship is worth way more than any amount of money. Like the amount of money that I've spent on these different coaching programs and things like that, like I wouldn't trade for the world. Yeah, I feel the same way. I was like, you learned so much and so many lessons, what to do, what not to do, yeah. you know, and you're able to pay forward, you mm-hmm. know? So I have another question. What about imposter syndrome? I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs or beauty bosses mm-hmm. or any business owners come to this point in their business or maybe continue to surface. How do you deal with imposter syndrome? Yeah, I think imposter syndrome, I think I've accepted that every level that you get to, there's going to be a level of feeling like you're an imposter and you're like, what am I doing here? Who am I to be teaching these things? Who am I to be doing this? Who am I to launch an online course or train others or get into the beauty industry? Like those things are normal. And I think if we normalize it and not just feel like, hey, I'm the only one dealing with this, that automatically just makes you kind of a victim in a way. But if you kind of just think of it as everyone feels this way, the people that you look up to, they had those same feelings when they were going to take that leap into the next level. And they wouldn't be the person that you admire now if they didn't take those steps. But every step along the way, you're going to feel imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I really think just normalizing it and just understanding, okay, this is part of the process. Mm-hmm. But the more that you do something, it's like skydiving. It's like all the anticipation 
is building up in the nerves is happening like when you're taking off in the plane. But the moment that you jump out of that plane, all that dissipates. And you're like, mm. oh, this is pretty good. And you like actually enjoy the moment a little bit more. And then once you finally get your feet on the ground, you're like, that was amazing. That was exhilarating. You're like, let's do it again, right? Mm. And that's so much with what we're doing in our businesses, whether we're launching a course or we're going on Instagram live for the first time, like these things get easier over time. So competence gives you competence, I think is the best way to put it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. So accepting that imposter syndrome is just part of the process. Yeah. Instead of resisting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that, I heard a saying like it's like new level, new devil and kind of going into what I was saying, like each new level, you're going to be faced with these different devils and these demons mm-hmm. that you have to like get past. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, like even for me, I was talking about this on my podcast the other day, like I had this idea in my head for so long. It's like once I make this amount of money, you know, once I'm making six figures, once I'm making seven figures, all my problems go away or, you know, like I've made it like everything that I'm worried about, I'll no longer have to worry about. And like, maybe that's true to an extent, but you just get different problems or you get different things that are you're worrying about. Yeah. It's just like you said earlier, letting go and just understanding like, this is life. Let's enjoy the journey. Let's enjoy this human experience and make the most out of it. Yeah. Because if we give our best, I always tell my students to like, if we give our best 110% in every client that we touch, every person that we contact, Mm -hmm. the money will come. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it will come because those are the little tiny building blocks to your business. Because without people, then you don't have a business, right? Yeah. And I love that you call them little tiny building blocks because I think that's just what it is. I think too often we're looking for these big home runs where we just knock it out of the park. Big celebrities and like. Yeah. It's just the little things building up over time consistently. And then you look back and you're like, oh, like I didn't even realize like I'm in the spot that I always dreamed about. You know, but like it was those baby steps that got you there. It wasn't some big home run or some viral, you know, TikTok or anything like that. Yeah. 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 Especially try like you aim for to be viral. And I'm like, why do you want to be viral? Like Mm -hmm. one of my students asked me, I want to be, I'm like, what's your goal to being viral? I don't know. So So I can feel good and get a lot of likes and And dopamine that only lasts for one day and go back to do Yeah, right. Exactly. (laughs) It's it's interesting because I feel like I was on the cusp because like I grew up. Even like I remember dial up internet and everything like that. I didn't grow up with social media like in school or anything. So it's it's interesting seeing both sides of things. And like I can't even imagine being in high school or anything else like that with the social media that we have now. Like yeah. it's wild. Yeah, it is. It messes up with your psyche, you know. Mm-hmm. Right? But we're using a purpose for a lead, which is mm-hmm. building your business, right? And to make an impact, then I think that's where people are lacking, you know, because they're not sure what their goal is. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like there's a missing link with right there. It's like, so people think that just because, you know, posting makeup, posting work correlates to be success, but really it does not. It's because the other side is business. And that's when they think that makeup artists or any other business are doing well because they're posting consistently on social media. But reality, that doesn't connect to their checking account. Or right. Makes sense. I think I want to talk about that. Tell me, what do you think? Yeah, like the thing that comes up for me a lot is the focus of like vanity metrics, the likes, the comments. Vanity metric. Yeah, you said it perfectly. Like those likes, those comments, that doesn't mean dollars in your bank account. It's not like you can cash those out, right? And like even for me, like I'm not the most popular person on social media, but I still run a successful business because I know how to connect with the right people and I can connect it with them in in a way. So I'm changing the goalpost. I'm changing what metrics matter to me. 
And so even though I'm not getting hundreds or thousands or tens of thousands of likes, I'm still connecting with the right people. And I think that's more important when it comes to business. Just like you said, it's a tool. It's not here to necessarily make you feel better about yourself. It's an amazing opportunity to connect mm. with people. And I have to keep reminding myself of that all the time because like my goal for 2023 is to post 365 pieces of content because I'm terrible when it comes to consistently posting because even for me, I would get like stuck in this whole thing of like, oh, this only got like 15 likes. Like this is a waste of time. Yeah. But you know, and you then dancing too. <laughs> oh, did you see that my dance? We're all like, dancing too now. I was like, <laughs> like yeah, I'm, 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 Hey, as long as Jenny likes my dancing, I think I'm doing something right. But what's funny is like when I decided I was like, okay, I'm going to get a jumpstart on 2023, like mm -hmm. posting this content. So I'm going to start now in December. And within just a few posts of me posting consistently every couple of days, I get a message and I'm like, hey, I've been meaning to reach out to you. Like I've been wanting to work with you and mm -hmm. whatever else. And so I, so we jump on a call and I close that client. And then you reached out to me too. And you're like, hey, I would love to jump on a podcast. And I know if I wasn't showing up and being top of mind that the, these opportunities wouldn't come up. Yeah, it's changing our expectations. Expectations are everything. That was actually one of the, my first posts that I did when I decided like, okay, let's create some content. And I, I talked about expectations being the source of all of our pain and frustration because we come into things thinking like, oh, this post is, I'm going to get so many likes on this. This is hilarious. My dance moves are fire. Like people are going to love this. But, yeah. and then you post it and then it's crickets. But instead of being like, oh, this sucks. No, just, people are looking. They're looking. Exactly. But they the DM. Yeah. Yeah. You never know who you're impacting and how you're impacting them. Because even for me, like I'm the quiet lurker behind the scenes. I don't comment on a lot of things. I don't, you know, I don't share a ton of things, but I'm still taking notice. And I'm like, oh, I would like to work with that person or I really like their content. Right. So you never know, just like you said. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Can you tell me about what do you perceive? Because I feel like I'm everywhere. Mm. But I know my goal is be nice to hear what people think because you're a looker. So tell me, what do you think? What I think about you specifically? Yeah, just like because, you know, I have my bridal, but, you know, I don't talk about teaching on that page. See, I see so, all the brides and the makeup that you do. And I'm like, man, she's got her shit figured out. Honestly, that's what I think. I'm like, she knows exactly what she's doing. And because you're showing these brides consistently, I'm just like, she's got a good business like she knows and i think whether you're like flaunting it or not you're more just like hey you know these brides are getting ready on their day it's still showing people your worth and your value and mm -hmm. so and it's a way to connect with you personally as well it's like oh like I, I know jenny i know what she's up to and these different things and so i think that is just the biggest thing and that's kind of my goal too moving in to this next year is just to be authentic and not worry mm -hmm. about like, am I fresh out of the shower? Am I wearing my gym clothes or whatever else? I'm like, I'm just going to show up. Even if my lighting's crappy and I've got bags under my eyes and I look like hell, I'm just going to show up because I think people are getting tired too of this perfect highlight reel of our uh -huh. lives. Like they really want to connect to us on a deeper level. Like 2020, we got shut down. I feel like people are like, they care less about the Kardashians. Like I'm seeing people talk about these different things on TikTok and they're like, yeah, look at the comments. They're just getting eaten alive. Because people, I think they're moving on past that. They want that authenticity. They want mm -hmm. true connection. And so going back to what we were talking about with oh, yeah. com community and mentors, people are yearning for that. And so give yourself that opportunity to connect and be real and find those people that you actually authentically, genuinely enjoy. And so, yeah. Marvelous. So going back to you, Jenny, I think you're a badass. That's the vibe that I got. But that's my bridal page, though. Yeah. Like, I don't show, like, okay, my stories are different from what I post. 
So mm. that's why, like, you see how I don't connect the two? Mm. So are you talking about my stories or are you talking about my posts? Because my posts so, is... Yeah. I see more of your posts. And granted, I'm terrible with being, like, on but, Instagram and seeing Instagram, a bunch of stuff. But you said that I'm authentic. So does my post show that I'm authentic? I think, in a way, I feel like you're authentic because I think you're authentically successful. Because okay. you're not... You know how people like try and put up this front of like, hey, I make so much money. Look at my car. Look at this. And you're like, no, like I'm putting in the work. I show up like I'm consistently working. And so in the back of our mind, subconsciously, we're like, oh, she knows what she's doing. She knows how to run a business. She must be successful. Right. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Thank you. Because I was just like, like, I had like the issue with like, how can I connect like my story? Because my stories, I'm always authentic. Like I go off of my stories. I'm constantly like, I use it as my little diary and like share my thoughts for the day. And like, I'm just talking to myself basically. And I think that's what people are able to connect because I'm very like real and I'm raw, you know, and yeah, I don't care what any other makeup artists are doing, you know, because yeah, yeah I don't care because I know what I'm doing is successful. Yeah, I don't care. So, but in my posts, I don't know, it doesn't reflect my stories. I know right. how it oh, should help me to connect those two. I know. I'm right there in the same boat with you. But, you but like, my, question, my question for you is like, do you feel like you get better engagement on your stories than your posts? Yeah, stories are much better. They, yeah. People, yeah, even my brides, they say, hey, my brides, I'm like, do you look at my post? I look at my stories before I look at a post because it shows more like real time because some people, when they show the post, it's like they do it like a year later. I mean, like a month later or whatever. Yeah. It's not yeah. real. So it goes back to authentic. I can't say that one, but you know, authenticity. Uh-huh. Anyway, <laughs> and I think that's, I've naturally been doing that online for the last, I don't know, four, 15 years. I've always been, always been that way. I hate fake comments, fake conversation. Mm-hmm. I say it kills me just like, hi. And then I like to go deep. I don't know. I like yeah. to talk and go deep. And I'm naturally a therapist. I think that that's my, actually my gift. I'm very intuitive. Mm-hmm. That's my gift is why I'm able to be so good at doing bridles and all, knowing how to do makeup. Like what I teach skill set is very taught intuitively what the clients want, which mm-hmm. is why I'm so good and why it's so different from what other makeup artists teach and all institutions teach, which is yeah. why a lot of my students, they come in, they're like, oh, Ginny, I didn't know that's like, I'm confused about your chapter on foundation skin tone because when we we're taught, you know, based on the color wheel, this is yellow, like and uh, cool tones is on the according to the color wheel means your warm tone mm-hmm. and then your warm t- like warm tone it goes to cool so anyways and i'm just like i keep dealing with this all the time like new student coming in and i'm just like ah oh. because what i teach is like i don't teach a color wheel based on the skin tone or undertone i teach mm-hmm. it based on your body heat oh interesting yeah it makes sense because if you're yeah. warm like if you're warm the foundation is warm it goes warm warm yeah. with like red Mm-hmm. So what happens when you're red? When you're hot, what color do you turn to? When, you're, when you're hot, red, warm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there's only three tones. Very easy. Three undertones. Super easy. But I feel like a lot of like all these outside Google and institution, they teach what the color well is, is if that's not true. Because based on the body heat, the color wave is red and green. It's so interesting you say that. Yeah. This is fascinating because I was actually having a conversation with my wife, Maggie, yesterday. And we're just talking about how I was having these phone calls. And I don't want to throw anyone under the bus, but I'm like, man, every time I talk to a lash artist specifically who wants to launch an online course, they're like, okay, I'm going to teach a technique. And it's just like everyone else's technique. And I was a little frustrated because I'm like, 
why can't you just uniquely come up with something different, like based on off of your experience? And what you were just describing is like exactly that. You're like, no, like this intuitively feels right. Like this is my unique process. And that's why you're attracting these people because they know this isn't being taught anywhere else and they can pick that up and they're attracted to that. And so if anyone's listening who feels like it even goes back to what we were talking about the other earlier about how everyone's trying to fit and fit in, mm-hmm. but like the more that you don't fit in, the better it's going to be. Yeah. And, and so I love that you're talking about like, no, I don't go off the color wheel. I go off their body heat. And I'm like, oh, that's of course that's genius. It's it's logic. Like, yeah. Right. Instead of just being doing what we're told, you're going off your mastery, your experience. And, but you know, You've been doing this, what, 15 years, you said? Yeah, and I taught myself. Well, I don't want to say I taught me. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Do you know my story, how I started? No, I don't. Yeah, so I wanted to be an, an artist. Like, I wanted to paint. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to paint, and I wanted to be sorry, a painting business. But in high school, I even won awards in art, you know, artwork and wow. uh, the trip to, like, D.C., and I was a grand prize, and I just love painting, I love drawing, and I just wanted to be an artist. But back to my mind, I had something pulling against me, thinking that I couldn't do that for a living because of Van Gogh. It's subconscious. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. belief was like, oh, man, when I found this reason, it came all along with my makeup business, which is why I kept fighting this narrative that was in behind me, which I had this bat back when I was little because of Van Gogh, because he didn't make money until he was dead. Right, which is so fascinating. Yes, you can't believe that. So I yeah. love artists, but that affected me since I was little. So that told me, so I was like, man, I can't be an artist and paint and make a living. So I guess I'd be a graphic designer. So I went to, you know, I graduated early from high school. And so I decided, like, let me just go to graphic design school and I got a scholarship. And that's why I learned my branding. And that's how I'm so good at that. <laughs> I graduated as a valedictorian at ATI. So it was like a one year wow. institution. And I, yeah, I was really good at graphic design and branding. Like, so I applied that over to my business. So then I was interviewing so many different jobs and I couldn't find out. I couldn't get any jobs because a lot of people were like, how do you learn how to do graphic design? And I'm just like, I went to school for this. I guess it was so weird. It was like, mm-hmm. why is that so isn't that weird? I don't know. I just thought, man, you know what? This is so horrible. Like, why are they questioning me why I'm good and they don't want to hire me? I guess because I was only 17, 18 at the time or 19. Yeah. And so I decided, let me just go back to work, like go work in the call center with my sister. And that's why I, I stayed in that business and grew up, you know, pretty much working in, in corporate and just like went up the ladder. While I was working there, I hated it. But three years into that, I said, like, you know, let me start creating my painting business, which is Jay Art. I'm start making paintings and start selling and put them online. So I've been online for, I don't know, 20 years, for a long, ever since the internet was available. Yeah. I had a website back then. And so I always had this entrepreneurial spirit and just inside of me, it was so ambitious for some reason. And to this day, I'm still wondering why I work so hard. But anyways, going back. So I was like, yeah. So I decided to do my painting business and I started selling paintings and only sold but maybe one every, I don't know, three months. And I was like, you know, this is not doing too well. I'm still working full time, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, let me just start my painting faces. Just all of a sudden, I was like, because it wasn't was much makeup artist at the time, which is a little bit on YouTube. And so I was like, you know what? I was talking to my coworker at my job. I was like, you know, let me start painting faces and see how that goes because I'm not making money. Was so I pivoted. Mm-hmm. I pivoted, but pretty much same content, but just pivot, same different medium and different people of canvases. And then it's just somehow I just applied the contour and highlighting with like makeup, like painting, yeah. like shading, and just applied that on faces, which is why I was so good at makeup. It makes sense. 
I was like, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't even know what contouring was until, I mean, I just did it. And so I was so good. I was on booking before and after. I put before and after. And I just didn't know what taught me anything. I just did it. And people just stopped building. So I started with $50 and now I charge 5000 you know, like, uh-huh. but that's like, it took that too much time. Yeah, it's fascinating because I feel like there's a lot of overlap in our stories. And I think there's a cool takeaway here, too, because so I got into like the graphic design stuff in like high school. And I remember taking a class I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Like, I really like this. And so I'm like, you know, I didn't really know what I was going to do after high school. I'm like, ah, I'm going to go to college. But yeah, maybe I'll just get a degree in graphic design or something like that. And I went to school and I'm like, this is just a repeat of high school. This is terrible. Like, why <laughs> would I do this for another four years? I'm not even learning the thing that I want to do. Right. So I dropped out. I have like nine credits to my name, Uh but I just went on this path of just following whatever interests, you know, would pop up. I'm like, oh, this is really cool. And then I really got into like movies and like how they would do. I would like watch all the behind the scenes on the DVD just to see how they made the movies because I was fascinated by it. And then that led to me, you know, getting a camera and and filming these different things. And then I realized I'm like, you know what? This is when like wedding videos started getting really big. I'm like, you know, this is a great thing for me to actually like get some good experience creating something that's beautiful and cinematic that people care about and they were willing to pay for. So that's how I got started was doing wedding videos. And that's how I learned my skill set with videos. And so, yeah, yeah, it's like just following your intuition and like your interests, because like you said, like now I can use the graphic design skills in my business and I can use the video stuff to create content and I can help people out. Yeah, I think if you come in with a, just a learner's mindset instead of just like, okay, I have to be successful now. And like you put pressure on ourselves and it limits Ooh. the creativity, right? And so I think I'm just happy that I had like, I was just curious because the, all these skill sets just started building upon themselves. And so follow your passions, follow your skill sets, like your art and how that led so perfectly into makeup. Like it makes a ton of sense. You understand how light works and the shadows and the contouring, everything that you talked about, like, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. And I think what really set me apart is that when I set up my business, I mean, you set up my bridal beauty business when I was started doing makeup, I intentionally had a goal of making money. So it was like, I did like together, parallel together. So I didn't just like, okay, I need to learn skill set first. I did all at the same time. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh I think a lot of people don't do that. I think a lot of people just focus on the skill set. And don't have a goal of what is it they want to do with their skill set. Right. So they get caught up with the skill set. And so I'm over here with my Elite Bio Master program, which I just started at the beginning of this year, mm-hmm. is to bridge the gap, is to help them build businesses where I brand them and, I, and help build their website and help them to curate the work. It's a lot of work I do. I don't even know that. Do you know what I do? Yeah, you do a lot. You do a lot. You know I do that? I don't know. I build a CRM and the workflow. Oh, seriously? Yeah, I do all of it. So it, it makes sense why you're doing this agency stuff. Like, you know everything. You know all the back end stuff. You know how to market people and do the CRM and the pipeline and everything like that. And fucking all, know all of that. Yeah. So I basically helped. Yeah, I, I was able to enroll 14 students in the Elite Bride Mastery Program. It was high level, which a lot of makeup artists or a lot of makeup artists or maybe any creative entrepreneurs is that their skill set is so related, so closely related to the marketing. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people know that. They're not self-aware that their work isn't up to par why they're stuck. It's not their marketing. Interesting. Can we talk about that? Yeah. So I feel like it's either one or the other. Well, I wonder if you agree with me on this. Like, it's either uh-huh. like these artists are amazing at the skills, but That's they one. like, yeah. They, very little so, though. What's that? That's a very little pod. You think so? I, yes. I see. I don't know if it's just lash artists specifically, but they're so like, 
I'm an artist. I don't know business. And so they just focus on the artistry and then their marketing's terrible. There's this so, too. Like I said, there's two. Yeah. You part, that's the only part of the market. The other market is where a lot of artists are not great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they think the marketing is an issue. And see, and I like to approach things in like a 60-40 split of learning and application. Mm-hmm. And so you're constantly, like you were saying, like you were learning as you were going and you're getting better. And so like you were figuring out the marketing, you're figuring out the technique, but you weren't letting that stop you. You weren't envisioning Jenny of, you know, 15 years ago and that being your standard and be like, well, I'm not there yet. So I, I guess I can't start. You're just like, no, I'm just going to get going. And, and then eventually you get to that level. And I think that's why when I go back to my wedding, my wedding video business, I saw these videos that I looked up to. And I'm like, oh, those are incredible. But I didn't say like, oh, I'll never accomplish that. You know, I, I never got in my head. I was like, no, let's just start creating. And then maybe one day I'll get there. And because I didn't have those limitations stopping me, you know, going back to the whole mindset thing, I got there quickly, very, very quickly because I wasn't holding myself back. You know, it's not like I was pressing on the gas and the brake at the same time. You know, like it's hard to make any movement when you're doing that. And so it's just like getting out of your way. But you're right, though. Like it's either either their technique's not very good and it's not their like they need to work on their technique or their marketing or it's flipped. And so, yeah, you got to be self-aware. Self-aware. That's my word. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause most joy- yeah. I just feel like I get a lot of messages. Like, I just want to just market and I'm looking at work. I'm like, the work sucks. You know, it's just like, oh, my gosh. Like and they keep posting, posting, posting and they keep doing the same thing over again. And I'm just like, that's where I struggle with, which is why I want to get, move on to the agency. Yeah. I don't want to deal with skill set no more. I don't, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Okay, that's the reason why. I don't, I'm working harder than any other coaching consultant out there when I have to deal with their skill set. Like, you know, like they already know how to do makeup, but then there's those details that high-end brides or high-end clients want. Right. And I know what they want but they struggle to like unlearn some of the things I've been holding on to that makes them not grow or makes them like when not high end brides want to pay for the perceived value isn't up higher because of skill set. Because having a website is easy. Like I can create a website, create all this SEO. I do all that for them. But if they work, if they're not willing to work and work on models and apply what I teach them, then they're going to stay stuck. You can have basically all this which all these other amazing, talented lash artists, makeup artists who don't have, because they don't have money for the marketing or whatever, but then the skill set isn't there. Does that make sense? My point is like, yeah. So here's my question. Do you feel like being, because I feel like I'm naturally, I feel like I'm pretty self-aware, but it's coming from a point of like, okay, I'm deficient in this area. So I'm going to focus on that. Do you feel like, can people learn that? Or is it just like kind of like you're naturally that kind of person who takes inventory of where you're at? Because it sounds like they need to have some introspection and see like where they're coming up short. Yeah. So you're asking me if can they learn that? Yeah. Yeah. I teach mindset. Yeah. I'm also like a mentor and mindset coach. So So I feel like they just need to reach out to people and be like, okay, give me some feedback. Like be as honest as possible. Like, Like the first step. Yeah, the first step is ask people, around, but nobody wants to be honest with them. Yeah. They just want to get out the chair. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> ask them, like, oh, she loved it. I said, uh, she just uh-huh. want to get out your chair. But like, they, they don't want to believe it, you know? I mean, I'm keeping it real because I'm not the makeup police. I honestly don't care about makeup. I don't care about makeup. Like, I care yeah. about giving what the client wants. Yeah. I, that's why I care about 
I feel sorry for brides who sit there and like looking, have to look at the picture for them to post all over the internet, you know? Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm not for them because, man, like, that's what I care about. I don't like care about the makeup work. Like, wow, okay, that's good that you post, but like, you know. Give the brides what they want. They're the ones paying for you, right? We were paying and they're not happy or, you know, and. And they get traumatized. Like be, wedding is such high stress, and it's such a, an investment from everybody. It's like a whole, mm-hmm. like the husbands involved. Like they're marrying that wife, who you know the makeup is. You, you know, like I'm very focused on audience. I focus on my my ideal client, and I think that's why you think that I'm very like I know what I'm doing because I am. I focus on my brides and how to elevate their services, mm-hmm. and that's how I stacked it up. And so I'm teaching that to other makeup artists, bridal artists who do the same, helping them with the branding. So do you know why you're posting that? Like, no, I like, but who's your ideal client? Who's your avatar? And she's like, oh, bride. Okay, so why you post that? Oh, it's Halloween makeup. Why you post Halloween makeup? Because I think that, oh, you do that? Oh, that means I can't. Let's go back to marketing. So I'm bridging marketing and skill set and all that. So the point is, like, I do a lot of work. A lot. So it's like, that's why I want to simplify going forward in 2023. Because I want to be able to grow. Because I launched J Toy Makeup Academy seven years ago, eight years ago. I've been teaching skill set. Mm, yeah. So I've been teaching skill set for a long time. Yeah. But I understand why the market doesn't accept the skill set and the business together. Because I did this full entire 20, 2022. Mm-hmm. Because no one else is doing what I'm doing. So I get it. So now it's like, okay, I, for me to grow, it's like I have to let go of the academy and just focus on the marketing and business for me to right. grow. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's something that I talk about with my students all the time who are wanting to create an online course. They're so focused on like, well, what do I want to teach? What do I want to teach? What do I want to teach? I'm like, no, who's your audience? What are they struggling with? Like, what are they willing to pay you for? Right. Like, it's an interesting mindset shift that they have to make. Right. Like, because everyone's so focused on like me, 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 me. You're like, but that's not, you're not paying your bills. (laughs) Like these people are. So like, see where people are struggling, see where they're getting stuck, see what language they're using you know, to describe their problems and then create a course around that. The better you do that, it makes things so much easier to sell your courses and things like that. Like, really, it's not complicated. Like what you and I teach, it's really not that complicated if you have a good baseline, I feel like. Yeah, knowing who you're talking to, who you're teaching. Yeah. No, I think there is that gap there. It's really hard for us to really know our audience. Like, mm-hmm. you know how long it took me to know my avatar? Yeah, it yeah. took a long time. Like, <laughs> you know, I get those questions. Like, well, now I know who my avatar is because before it was like, Someone who graduated in cosmetology or who knows how to do makeup or someone who wants to build a business. When a makeup artist are stuck on skill set, they can't think about business. Right. Yeah. So that's why I'm like struggling with. So anyways. Yeah. That, and like those are like three different audiences, it seems like, you know. Yeah. Like, so I was talking to both for the longest, which is why it took me a long time to grow. Any business coach, you know, I invested in, they thought makeup is makeup, but it's not. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's bridal makeup. And that took me a long time to realize, oh, I do bridal makeup. <laughs> not all makeup i'm like oh right yeah yeah so. there's a complete difference to what you know these people on youtube or tiktok are doing their own makeup compared to working with brides on their wedding day and the stress of it and the last minute changes and like yeah there's a lot that goes into the business side of things yeah and so yeah so that's like, what i'm doing yeah it's a business side in the marketing so that's why the jtour agency comes about you know like but i'm gonna be pushing it with my personal brand which is jennytory.ceo so the cool. January makeup page, that is my bridal page. Mm-hmm. And because I know I'm still going to be doing brides, but brides, when they go on that page, they're going to know that I only do brides. So I'm not going to confuse them. 
Yeah, it's clear so, one audience. Yeah, it's one audience. Obviously, that's the majority of my time is there, but I need to be able to bring my personal brand over to JennyTory.ceo. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So that's, that's my journey there on that. But yeah, can you tell you know like the audience about like what is it that you offer, yeah. and how can you help them? Yeah, absolutely. So I've kind of tapped into it a little bit, but my whole thing is just how to help you as a beauty professional. I'm assuming most of you guys are doing makeup or bridal, things like that. Well, actually, no, this is going to be a new podcast. It's called Boss Mindset. This is Boss Mindset. Okay, so I work specifically with people in the beauty industry, people who have built up a skill set and knowledge base, you know. Yeah, it's mostly with like you built up this business, you built up a technique and you want to teach others how to do it, right? Because you've like you, Jenny, like you over the 15 years, you've come up with your unique thing of basing your makeup off of the skin temperature. And you know how to communicate with yeah. body temperature, excuse yeah. me, <laughs> um, skin temperature. Yeah. You just feel how warm they are and like, oh, that's not going to work. But no, yeah, you go off, you know, those things and it makes you unique in the marketplace. And so I teach beauty professionals how to package that in a way to throw it up online from A to Z, like how to film their course, how to create it, all the sales and marketing behind it. Cause there's, there's so much to it. You know, a lot of people think that when it comes down to it, it's like, oh, I filmed this course and then I get money coming in automatically. Unfortunately, that's never happened. And so you need to understand, like we were kind of talking about, like who your audience is, what are they struggling with and how you can uniquely position yourself as the solution. And so that's what I help with. And it's awesome. It's a ton of fun. It's I love working with people in the beauty industry because you guys, you're naturally creative, you and your go-getters too. I'm always blown away with how hard people in the beauty industry work. Yeah, you guys hustle. You guys are hustlers. And like, it's inspiring. And so it's fun to work with people in the beauty industry for sure. So are you going to continue to do this or do you continue to help just beauty professional? Like, what is your goal? Like, what is your end goal? I want to, I want to know. Yeah. You know, I, I've been thinking about that and my wife asks me this all the time. She's like, why are you working with like people in the beauty industry? Cause like really what I teach is kind of universal for anyone, Yeah, like in any marketplace, but I don't know. For now, I think I'm going to stick with beauty professionals because I think I understand their pain points so well so I can relate with them as a coach and be like, okay, I see this is where you're getting stuck. I've dealt with countless students who got stuck in the same position and this is what we did to get past it. And like, so let's do this. I'm going to support you. So I love the coaching aspect. I know you talked about being intuitive and understanding and feeling things out. I feel like I'm pretty intuitive myself. And so I think that's why you make a great coach, Jenny, is because (laughs) you can sense when something's like not quite right. And so that's, I think for me, I'm not so worried about who I'm helping. I just like helping people. You like helping people. Yeah, we both like helping. We just want to help and make an impact. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah, Yeah. so I honestly see you as in helping other businesses as well, not just beauty. I see you doing that. Like, Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah, because you have tenacity and you continue like to be consistent and you want to be able to help people. And I think that you, you have a warm soul and I think like people need this you know so just sticking to just the lash artists or to the beauty professionals i think that knowing that you're that they need you but Mm -hmm. sometimes you're staying this box is not going to continue to fulfill you eventually you're going to like open up i already see you yeah you you see it and i I I wouldn't be surprised i'll be surprised that you do blow up and actually like help build courses like yeah yeah just like open up but starting here is what obviously my coach i would say you have to like be your niche and stay there. And I did that 2023. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, that's it. I mean, 2022. Yep. I yep. did. Okay. I did what you told me to do, but 2023 <laughs> is like, okay, I'm going to go now. I'm going to help other business owners now, service yeah. providers. So 
And I see that I for you that. too. So Well, thank you. Yeah, no, I'm, I could definitely see that. What I was saying is, yeah, like you just get started. Like what you start with, like we said, is never what you finish with. And I'm just open to whatever presents itself. And so, yeah, sometimes it's, it's a little scary. I'm sure it's scary for you to take yeah. this leap of faith and be like, okay, it's not just bridal hair and makeup anymore. I'm going to help, you know, other service providers. And that can be scary, but that's where the fun comes in, right? Yeah. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. Yeah. I'm super excited and nervous at the same time. I mean, I'm sure I, I cried, but yeah. So that's why I created a new page and like, I'm mm-hmm. so happy that. And also we have a new podcast, which is, uh, this is what the podcast is. It's called Boss Mindset. And I'm your first guest. Yeah, you're my first guest. I love it. I yeah, so I'm now coaching on the bar boss mindset just so that other people can hear you. The other yeah. one. But you're going to be meaning the it's called boss mindset. Yeah. Boss mindset. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited. Like that? For it. I love it. I think that's great because mindset yeah. is crucial to any form of success. You have to have the mindset first and believe that you can do it because you're only going to raise to the level of what you think you're capable what of. What you believe of. Yeah. And that's why I said I believe I can. I believe I can make an more of an impact and I know I can make a lot like I know I can so if I if I can help other people and I can help myself yeah raising continual working on personal development and I think that's Mm -hmm. what drew me to messaging you to get on my podcast because you talk about self-development on your lap video yeah man and that's why I messaged you and I'm so glad that you made that video because oh let me ask him to get my podcast well I'm just happy you invited me this has been an awesome conversation and I've loved chatting with you and hearing what you are up to next. And I know it's going to be a huge success because it seems like you got that magic touch. You got your paintbrush. You're just painting away on your canvas of your perfect life and business and you're going to kill it. Yeah, with tears too. Well, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, like it's no fun unless you're crying. Like if you got to have a little bit of contrast there. So yeah. <laughs> so yeah, thank you so much, Mark. So make sure you follow Mark. What's your Instagram name? Yeah, you can follow me at Beauty Brand Launchpad on Instagram, same on TikTok. And then that's also my website is beautybrandlaunchpad.com. Yeah, so guys, check him out and follow him. And I'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode like I did. If you love it, please do me a favor. Rate and subscribe and share your story. Tag me on IG, genitori.ceo. Keep pushing forward with grit and grace and never stop believing yourself. I'll see you guys in the next one. Take care. Oh, 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 oh